And here we go, previews and predictions for my favorite division in the NFL, the NFC East. This is the one that I believe there hasn't been a repeating champion for a while now. Long time. Not since the Eagles, I believe, yeah. back in the McNabb, Andy Reid era. This division also boasts, I think, the most Super Bowls. Yes. Every yeah. team has won the Super Bowl. Has at least one. And unfortunately, one of their, I guess, the bedrock franchises of the 80s and early 90s is just a mess. And I don't know about you, but for me, clear cut, the worst team in this division and just around the worst team in the NFL, in my opinion right now, is just the Washington football team. Yeah. Uh, it, the, it, the Washington football team right now, from an organizational standpoint, yeah. is a freaking mess, dude. Just a freaking mess. I wouldn't be... S- Surprised if Snyder is ousted somehow, or at least heavily pressured to sell yeah. as the majority owner right now. I mean, there's just too many fires within the organization. But I'll try to keep it for you know what I expect to see on the field. Yeah. And on the field, this defense is amongst the best in the league, man. That defensive line may be the best in the league from a talent perspective. It really is. You used to say, "Oh, San Francisco's got first rounders on every spot in the defense." Well, what Washington is there, are they any different? And now you add Chase Young? Yeah. I mean, think about that, man. And yeah. and all the and you know what a lot of people talk about Sweat. People are going to talk about Chase Young, uh Deron Payne. You're, you're going to talk about all these big names, first round picks. But you know what to me, Matt Ioannidis is one of the the unsung heroes. Yeah. That guy's a beast that you never hear them talk about on undisputed or first take. But Ioannidis, dude, he could do everything. That front seven in Washington is going to be legit. And I'm kind of touting them so high because I really don't got anything else for you, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree with you. I And look, I'm a Niners fan. And if I were to rank the, the recent defensive ends, I think Chase Young has the potential to be better than the Bosa brothers. I really, really do. And that's, and that's high praise. That is. I mean... I look at what he can do and just he, he, the technician that he is because of where he came from and his athletic abilities. And for me, it's, you know, it's one of those things where you're right. Their front four especially can be dominant. Secondary is in trouble. And I'm going to speak to the offense. And I'm going to tell you now, can we just already um, kind of give the comeback player the year award already? Because it doesn't matter if this man takes a snap. Alex oh, yeah. Smith is one. Comeback oh, yeah. player of the year. Oh, yeah. The fact I that mean, he could step on the field. And I think that... Toughness personified. Yeah. I mean, I remember they took a third of his ca- leg from the knee down. I mean, I don't know how he's able to walk. Yeah, let alone he's... Play football. Play, yeah. And so, this team... I, I'll be honest with you, and I've said it to you before. If you were to take the the team president down to the roster and move them to any other franchise, I think this team has the talent and the coaching... To win seven, eight games. Yeah. I look at this team across the board and think this is a pretty good team. Terry McLaurin coming in the second year. And, and I know it's something silly, but the fact that um, Dwayne Haskins was named a team captain, because the worry was, is he all there mentally? Is, is he committed? Right. You don't get to be named that unless you're committed. Now, he may have other fundamental flaws, but we'll see on the field. But the fact that he's a team captain to me tells me that he's putting in the work that the vets see. You know? Yeah, I, I agree. And I think, look, with everything that Ron Rivera is going with this cancer diagnosis, yeah. I think this team might be a little motivated to make a surprise or two, at least early on in the season. I mean, mm. it's momentum for them. You know, remember what happened with uh, the Indianapolis coach? What was it? Pagano. And they were hurt. Chuck Strong. Yeah. 
You know, I mean, it's a rallying cry for this 2020 team. So, I mean, that could be, you know, a source of motivation for them. And if worse comes to worse, I mean, Del Rio was an excellent coach in yeah. Oakland. Yeah. I mean, I, he can handle it. And he, he's going to be coach this defense up, and this defense has talent. Yeah, the offense, there's not much after talking about Haskins and McLaurin, yeah. in my opinion. And, and that's why I got this team, you know, fourth. Yeah, and I look at the offensive line losing Trent Williams is going to hurt. That's huge. So, when I look at this team, I just want I just wish you could just kind of flood the, the, the ownership out. Because... Let's just not even talk. Like you said, let's keep it on the field. He is yet to put something on the field that is productive. The old saying like Max Kellerman from first take, a fish rots from the head down. And he is probably the worst owner in the NFL. Yeah, I would say so. You know, you could say this, this, this about like Jacksonville. Jacksonville's made an AFC championship game. Right. They put a roster together. I like some of the talent on Jacksonville. The fact that, that the Washington football team had to lose their name and they had to, it, it had to be taken from him. Like, stripped from him. Yeah. You know, the fact that minority owners want to remove him from from there, it, it just speaks a lot. And I do think that that can create pressure for a team. And I think that when you're frustrated and you're getting questions about that, you, it's like any job. If your work environment, if your CEO is, is just a dummy and your management is flawed, it doesn't matter if your supervisor is great and the rest of the workers are great, you know? Right. So... I really do hope that they find a nickname, you know, find a new owner and become competitive because I love when teams like that are competitive and, and a division like that has a bunch of teams that are fighting for that. You know, I would love to see I that. I think Washington will be competitive. I just don't think they'll be winning. Yeah. I, I don't I don't see like Washington like a team that's going to get blown out every week. Yeah. No, I think they're a tough team. That defense is going to keep it close regardless of what do you want to say, the chaos yeah. in the front office. You know, Rivera, Del Rio, I, I think they're going to, you know, steer this team in the right direction. And, and with that talent, they're going to be in ball games. But, yeah, I still only see about maybe three to four wins. Who's your X factor for this team? For this team, I mean, honestly, I, I think the X factor is probably Chase Young. Yeah. I mean, if he, he's the Bosa, like uh, in the San Francisco 49ers of 2019, and he unlocks the rest of that D-line talent. It's major. I know. I, I'm going to go with Dwayne Haskins for this reason. Because you're right. But I think Dwayne Haskins because if we say that they're going to finish with three, four wins, and they finish maybe with the number two pick, do they go quarterback? Because all of a sudden, let's say Haskins plays well. I mean, he has his issues, but he plays well. You know, he shows you stuff. If you're the number one, cause if you're the number one pick, yes, you're taking – Trevor Lawrence, and you're calling it a day. Right. But if you're the number two, the, the number two ranked quarterback is Justin Fields, quarterback out of Ohio State. So you're removing one Ohio State quarterback for another. Now, they may have different skill sets, but the issue is going to be, you know, we're, it's still the same thing. They're coming from the same offense. So for me, if Dwayne Haskins can get them to six wins, I think he secures his job. If yeah. he struggles, I think they're looking for a replacement. Oh, yeah. And, and, and that's I'd the agree. thing. You know, I think that's why he is. I'd agree with that uh, 110%. Then that brings me to my third-place team. I'm going to have the New York Giants and yeah. Danny Dimes and his New York Giants. I don't think this team's as bad as some people may think. Uh, it's just a lot of young talent on the defense that just hasn't had a chance to bloom. I kind of glossed over it with the Green Bay Packers. You know, how the Green Bay Packers the last, what, two to three years have been drafting primarily on defense in the yeah. early rounds. Yeah. And it's just a matter of these these teams blossoming. And I think that's the same case uh, with the New York Giants. 
because all the all the headlines are going to be Danny Dimes and how he's doing and how hey a lot of people thought he was a reach in the first round and he's had his ups and downs in his first year. Eli Manning's out of there. So I think even though the headline's going to be Danny Dimes, it's going to be how this defense progresses in 2020. And I think that's how we're going to determine how successful of a season the New York Giants are going to have. I think what hurt them was the draft, not being able to draft Isaiah Simmons. Because I think Isaiah Simmons would have been the perfect player for this defense. Tall, rangy. Can, I mean, you look at it, Clemson played slot corner, played safety, played linebacker, played outside and inside in that part. Blitzed, covered. He would have been a great piece to put, because, but because you don't have an offensive line and you want to protect a quarterback, you had to draft uh, tackle out of Georgia. Yeah, they used their first overall, overall pick, pick. Um, yeah. on him. I, I, I'm drawing a blank, blank on, on his name. name right now. I can name all the other ones but him right now. Yeah, and that to me is the cause for concern with the New York Giants. Yeah. Is It's always been the offensive line. The offensive line, you know, who's protecting these guys? Who's blocking for Saquon? Uh, they drafted Will Hernandez a few years ago, and he hasn't really panned out. Yeah, you know, so they're always missing on offensive linemen, and I think that's kind of why I see this team finishing third. Because I think if the offensive line picks would have hit and the free agent acquisitions would have hit, yeah, we're probably talking about a team that's competing with the Eagles and the Cowboys. But I, yeah. I just can't see it. Yeah, and it was Andrew Thomas. Andrew Thomas. Thomas. Yeah, I, I don't know why I drew a blank Thomas. And you know, it was because that most draft Knicks, and again, we don't know, but they considered him the fourth best tackle. Now he was part of this top four class of tackles. He was part of the big four for the tackles, but he was considered the fourth because he didn't have the athletic ability of a Tristan Wirfs or a Becton or Jerdrick Wills. But he was solid. And maybe that's what you want in your left tackle. Just be solid. I think that the offensive skill position is there, but this team scares me for one reason of why I don't trust them. It's the same reason why Detroit's going to have issues. It's the same reason why the Jets had issues. It's the same reason why Cleveland. It's the Bill Belichick coaching tree. There has been only one coach to come out that, in my opinion, has been successful. Who, that O'Brien? Was O'Brien. Vrabel was a player, not a coach. I remember that. Never really. That's, that's true. You know, he only played under him. Coach was Bill O'Brien. I like Brian Flores. I think he's going to do well. At the end of the day, I believe that. I hear the stories and I'm like, you're making your assistant coaches run laps. So I just don't believe in Joe Judge. I just he ha- it's part of that bad pedigree. It's that stink, you know. It's it's all these coaches that have come from New England that have not. The only teams they've been able to beat is New England, right? You know. But you 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 try to build this thing, and my thing is, I've never heard a story of Bill Belichick forcing his assistant coaches to run laps because players made mistakes. Yeah. You know, I believe that a coach, my view is this. I'm teaching you. If you don't want to get it, you can go. Right. If you're teaching them the right way, then we're good. If you're not, then you got to go. Yeah. So this whole thing, I just don't trust it. And of course, I mean, we're kind of burying the lead. New offensive coordinator, Jason Garrett. Yeah. Oh. Manning the ship. Yeah. So, I mean, I believe uh, Romo had some advice for him. What was that? Uh, basically, uh, you're going to have to get used to changing the play. And oh, yeah, own. that's right. I did read that a while back. <laughs> yeah, get used to changing plays. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I do like some of their talent offense. I do like Saquon. Obviously, yeah. Um, I think Will Hernandez maybe can be a good you know, run, yeah. run guard, can help in the running game. 
I've all, I want to see Evan Ingram is the guy like I'm waiting to see explode. Like a, he has the athletic ability to be like a great a Jimmy Graham. Like it just yeah. not a blocking tight end, but just to go no. out in the pattern and receiving run. threat. Yes. Yeah, Danny fumbles. I agree. I mean, he, too many fumbles. He's got to learn to take care of the ball better. Uh, just too many question marks for them to finish any better than third in this division. Yes. Which takes me to my second place team. I, I got to do it, man. It's the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, if you would have asked me maybe a month ago, I'd probably say, like, you know, taking a step back, taking my love for the Cowboys out of it, that they're probably the favorite still. I mean, they won the division last year when they were, you know, they limped into that game and beat us. Yeah. Um, but just they're limping into this season. And that's a whole different ballgame for me. I just can't pick a team that's just been ravaged by injuries before the season even starts. Yeah, I agree with you. The injuries. You have injuries across your offensive line. Where you're supposed to be great is where you're hurting. Yeah, this, this team hasn't stopped getting bit by the injury bug since that mid-2019. I mean, yeah. they're depending on a lot of guys to even stay healthy that are currently healthy. Look at guys like Deshaun Jackson. I mean, that guy's missed so much time over the past three, four years. Alshon Jeffrey's hurt now. He's banged Jeffrey up. Jeffrey isn't starting the season. No. Yeah, I don't think he's scheduled to play till around October, if what I read last is correct. Andre Dillard, their left tackle, out for the season. And now Jason Peters, who was supposed to play guard, then was supposed to play right tackle, is now playing left tackle. So it's, it's a lot of moving pieces on that offensive line that was once a strength of this team. Now is a question mark, in yeah. my opinion. I think we'll keep them at second, and we'll, we'll keep them kind of And don't forget, pick. Brandon Brooks is out for the season. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's their inside guard. So they went from having a, a really like top-tier offensive line to kind of like average to below average. Yeah. It's hurting. I think this team is still talented enough to you know, stay with the Cowboys for a little bit, but I think the Cowboys have the ability to keep them at arm's length. When I look at their defense, it's still pretty good, though. I mean, I like yes. Fletcher, Clox, uh, Fletcher Cox. Fletcher Cox. Will Fletcher Cox. Yeah, and Brandon Egram. Darius Slay, I look at their defense as something yeah. that's kind of special still. And and I like Wentz. I think if Wentz can just learn to read a defense in the sense that it can't just be Ertz or nothing. I agree. So he needs to get better at that. I like Miles Sanders. I like Ertz and Goddard. If, if, if Ertz's mind is plugged in, I think him and Goddard will be fine. The issue I come with is wide receiver. And, and, and drafting Jalen Rager, who may be good, I don't know, but... Of all the receivers, it's hard for me to see him do well this first year. Now he may. Jalen Rager himself is scheduled to miss the first uh, four weeks of the season, if what yeah. I last heard is right. So again, that's putting him even more behind. Again, another player that didn't have OTAs, you know, <laughs> things like that. It's it's in no preseason. It's hard to predict. It's hard to bank on the Eagles winning the division when their hopes are on a a, a rookie wide receiver to be their number mm -hmm. one option. Yeah, I think their X factor. I mean, it has to be – I mean, you look at this team, it has to be Wentz, in my opinion, because – He's got to do what he did last season. Yeah, he's got to literally carry this team. Yeah. He's literally going to have to carry this team. And to me, that's – maybe he can, I don't know, but that's not a good sign, especially when you're running up against an offense that is loaded as the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, and, and, and real quick, before we leave Philadelphia, I you look at the tight ends, and that's definitely the strength of the team on offense. Yeah. Uh, with Ertz and Goddard. But I feel like the Eagles are kind of trying to make that transition to making Goddard the number one tight end. They're not signing Ertz. There's a lot of friction right now. Um, and, I, and I think I do believe that Goddard is probably a more well-rounded tight end. He's younger. 
Um, and I, I don't, I'm not so sold that the Philadelphia Eagles aren't sure about Ertz, not because he's not talented. He's, he's a top three tight end in the league. Uh, but I just feel like maybe they're trying to rip that security blanket from Wentz because often when I watch these Eagles play, especially against the Cowboys, it's like he's looking for Ertz first on almost every play. I think that if they don't make the playoffs, you'll see some changes on the offensive weapons. I think yeah. Deshaun Jackson will be gone. Maybe Ertz will be gone. And Alshon Jeffrey, they're just trying to get rid of They just can't. So when I look at that team, yeah, you're right. I mean, it may look very different, and it's going to be very hard to keep up with the Cowboys. Yeah, and that's why I, I got to go with the Cowboys as the first-place team for the NFC East. I, I don't see the Cowboys doing much worse than 10-6. Than and six. And I, and I see them as, as the definite favorite for the NFC East. This offense is freaking loaded. I mean, I, as a Cowboys fan, am very excited for the offense. If they don't take any steps back, which I can't see, I personally can't see, because the predictability during the Jason Garrett era was damn near ridiculous. We had to beat teams based on talent alone week in and week out. And I don't feel that that's going to be the case so much. And I do have signs to point to. You know, people are, well, how do you know McCarthy's that much better? I don't know if he's that much better, but I know he's that much different. And that's what I can speak to because things like the red and blue, I mean the red and blue, that's our rivalry, the, the black, blue and white scrimmage. Yeah. Um, players didn't have numbers. They didn't film it. It was not open to the public. They're keeping things under wraps this season, which is something that is just, unheard of in Dallas Mm. so changes have been made it gives me reason to believe I think that's probably the number one reason for the optimism even above this just the talent and I know even you as a Niner fan has to admit the talent that the Cowboys have on offense is there's a lot to talk about oh yeah I mean at one point and you know I've heard this across the airwaves is an 11 personnel one back one tight end I don't know if anybody can match their skills across the board I mean, you've got Zeke Elliott, who's a top running back. You have three, you know, two established, one really great wide receiver. You have the top rookie wide receiver, many feel. I mean, you have Dak coming into his own. On offense, you still have a really great, I don't think it's the offensive line it was four or five years ago, but it's still a very great offensive line, you know. So when I look at this team across the board, it's just they're just too talented not to win. And I think a change of coaching will help i think my two questions come on two things one Let me answer those for you okay one now you know when you get hired for a job you don't say what you're gonna do you say what the employer wants yeah tell them what they want to hear exactly oh you want kellen moore to call the place yeah sure kellen moore call the place yeah of course i don't mind i mean i'm an offensive coordinator i won a super bowl but i don't mind not calling plays yeah and two is that defense, to me, is still a question mark in the secondary. The linebackers are relearning stuff. To me, that defense isn't going to be what you think it is if you think it's going to be good until later in the season. Right. Those are the question marks. I'll give it to you. The, the defense is where there's question marks. Um, but I have reason to believe that these linebackers can regain the form that they had in 2018 after dropping off in 2019. I wasn't happy with the linebackers' injuries. Just undisciplined play but the linebackers could potentially be a strength for the 2020 season and if they are I think Dallas is going to be not only the team to beat in the NFC East but 
just uh, one of the favorites in the NFC in general. As far as the defensive line, there's no no stars, kind of similar to what I was speaking to with the uh, Chicago Bears. And I was saying there's a bunch of B players, but no no real A players. That's kind of how I feel about the, the Cowboys defensive line outside of Lawrence. Everybody on that defensive line is solid. They're a player, yeah. capable of making plays, and, and Lawrence is that is that A player. But if they can kind of find a way to overachieve just a little bit, not by much, that's going to be something to deal with because they're deep. There's depth on that line. So I really am confident in the defensive line. I'm confident that the, the linebackers can gain their 2018 form. And to me, the only negative that I can really see blowing up in our face is just the lack of talent in the defensive backfield. Losing Byron Jones, that's not good. Yeah, we drafted Diggs in the second round, but again, you're relying on a rookie. So that's that's a question mark. Not saying that he can't do it, but just, you know, how often do you see rookie cornerbacks dominating the league? Yeah, and I agree. And my question for you is, how good does the defense have to be if the offense is humming the way you think it can? Right, it doesn't have to be great. Does it have to be top 15, top 20? Does it have to be like 20th? If top it's 20th? 15, you know, yeah. as long as you're in the, I guess, the top half of the NFL, if your offense is top five. Yeah, and... For me, I look at it like they're going to be good. I mean, I think they could win some games even with Jason Garrett. I mean, they still won many. I just think that especially adding seeding Lamb and getting them healthy, I think I like, you know, McCarthy as a new head coach. I, I, I like him. My question will always be on offenses. And the reason why he left was they got so tired of the same. He's a West Coast, you know, kind of offense. So it's a lot of slant flats a lot of catch and run and when you go up against really physical corners you know i just it it, it can blow up in your face i mean that's what happened to green bay you know they they would run these little slant patterns and the corners would just come up and smack the receivers yeah you made a catch but it was like a three yard catch right do that all the way down the field and so i wonder what's going to happen if let's say they just were let's say they start the season two and two does McCarthy get the itch to just take the play calling from him and saying, you know, you're not doing it, even if it's not his fault, you're not doing it the way I want to do it because right. in my vision, we're doing it like this and this leads to wins. That's my only concern because they are two different offenses. Yeah, uh, definitely. I, I, I don't disagree with that. And I think that's why it's imperative that the Cowboys get off to a good start just because you're going to keep everything smooth between the coaching staff and then also to let your defense play with the lead, which I think is key for this yeah. team. Um, you don't want them playing catch-up. I, mean, I think that's bad news. I think we've seen that uh, last season. So overall, to me, look, I, I just expect the Cowboys to kind of win by default. But I think this team still is a team that can contend in the NFC with the best. I mean, outside of New Orleans, San Francisco... I can't say that definitively there's a third team out there that's much more talented or much more complete than the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, you know, talent's never been their issue. And now they got a new head coach. So I do think they'll win the division and then we'll go from there.